0: We are back we got a seven game slate to talk about here on saturday welcome guys my name is dk like i said we'll be breaking down the seven game nba dfs slate i also cover content for nfl daily fantasy sports as well as for player pop sites like price picks underdog and parlay play If you guys are looking for more content uh, dfs uh, or for player prop stuff you can check my patreon link down below Had a very 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 good month and um yeah so let's recap tonight so Tonight was, well, let's first go over some prop stuff. I went four and one, an underdog, and look at this. Look at the one miss. Jalen Williams, four of 14 shooting, and another hook. Start the ladder challenge. Jalen Williams also in it. Scotty Barnes soars over, even with foul trouble. Again, Jalen Williams, hook. Went 4-2 and two on prize picks, 4-1 and one on underdog. Uh, the only miss was Jalen Williams and both sites on underdog and prize picks. And then I had Desmond Bain, who don't even get me started there, man. Massive foul trouble and literally 5% shooting. I over-exaggerate a lot when I'm tilted. I'm not over-exaggerating. 5% shooting for Desmond Bain. I don't know how many more hooks I can take, man. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I've been hooked out of 25X three times already this week. This got hooked out of a 10X on underdog. Uh, we got hooked in the ladder challenge. If you guys are ever curious, too, about making content for gambling social media, go read some of the comments, man. I had so many people hating because uh, Jalen Williams missed by. Point five. It's just like insane, man. Like no matter what you do, you're always going to get hate on, uh, you know, gambling social media. It's, it's wild. You have to be very, very, uh, level-headed. Um, and then for DFS, Desmond Bain sunk my lineup. Um, I had, I hit on so many good low owned. So there was a lot of stands I liked in tournaments. I was all over Tyler Hero, 1% owned 50 bomb. Uh, I was all over, uh, Scotty Barnes. No one wanted him once again. 55 fantasy points for Scotty Barnes. I was, I loved Ben Simmons for tournaments. He had like a triple double at low ownership. I said, if Dayron Sharp does not start, you should pivot off him. He was like 60% owned and played like three minutes. Uh, so I feel like I hit on a lot of stuff. Also said, uh, told everyone to play at least two Cavs in every lineup. Uh, basically, all like the Cavs smashed. So I feel like I should have had a huge night. But again, I had Desmond Bain in my lineup. So. That DFS is tough, man. If you have one miss in tournaments, you're basically done. Uh, and that's what happened tonight. So I feel like I had a very good read for the slate. Nailed, like, almost all my low on plays. The only low on play that did not hit was Desmond Bain, who, again, ran a massive foul trouble and 5% shooting. So once again, uh, just adding to the proof that no one runs worse, right? We've showed you guys the prop stuff over the last week. Uh, you know, the, the Bain thing tonight. Incredible stuff. Incredible. Also, apologize for not getting a video up. Yesterday, uh just kind of a time thing, ran ran short on time. All right, so uh let's get into this slate. Uh before we do though, let's go over the odds uh totals for each of these games. So we got Memphis and Washington right now. The average odds is about two twenty-five and a half, Chicago and Detroit about a two nineteen over under Knicks and Pelicans two twenty-five and a half, pacers and calves two twenty-three and a half, seventy-sixers and raptors, two seven or about two eighteen. Uh, Heat and Timberwolves, about 219. And Jazz Suns, right now, is the highest or projected to be the highest scoring game, 230 And a half. And what you guys are looking at is the odds jam sports book screen, where it shows, you know, if you wanted to bet on the game, it would give you the average odds. And if you wanted to bet on it, it would give you the sports book that offers the best odds. Obviously, not a ton of books have uh, stuff up right now because it's the day before. But if you guys are interested, uh, you can use the code DKDFS for 25% off your first month, or you can use the link down below. They do have a fancy optimizer. Or uh, sites like Prize Picks, uh, Underdog Parlay Play. If you guys are curious as well, I have a video talking about that, tips and how to use it, uh, so you can go check that out on YouTube. But um, yeah, a lot of different tools here. Uh, they have um, you know positive EV stuff like I said, the sportsbook screen. So if you guys are interested in signing up for OzJam, again, check out the link down below or use the code DKDFS twenty five percent off your first month. All right, so let's get into the breakdown. We'll start off with Memphis and Washington. So you already know he's going to smash, right, tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, Bane at 8-5, Triple J at 7-8. I think both are really good options. I think Bain is a little bit safer. I know it's weird to say after what he did to me tonight. But Jaron Jackson is very foul-prone. I think he had five fouls again tonight. Uh, but I like the ceiling on both. If Triple J says he's out of foul trouble, we know he has a massive ceiling. And again, you look at the rest of this roster, it's like, where is offense coming from? It's Bain and it's Triple J, right? So I think both of the main Memphis guys look really good in a great matchup here. I also like Marcus Smart. I mean, he should play... Low to mid 30s minutes, and he's at a sub 6K price point. He should be the number three in offense. So I'm pretty high in the top three guys here for Memphis. I think Xavier Tillman's a pretty solid option. I think he should play around 30 minutes. I think he's a good you know, good value. Uh, Aldama has missed the last couple games. Also, Luke Kennard missed uh, the game. Let's see. So it looks like it won't be long term concussion. We'll see if he's available. With Kennard out, you saw John Conchar enter the rotation. Zaire Williams is 3-9. I mean, he's the other starter. He's not going to be a super high-usage player, but I think he is a pretty solid value. And off the bench, if there's no Kennard, you should should see Conchar. You should see Roddy, Rose, and LaRavia. I think uh, Roddy and Rose are both interesting punt plays. So uh, I am pretty high on Memphis tomorrow in a great matchup. Let's talk about Washington. So Washington, uh, I mean, starters barely played the fourth quarter. That's going to happen a fair amount here with this Wizards team. They're not good. Uh but obviously that did tilt makes I had a low on pool the other night. Uh Pool and Kuzma, this is where the offense is run. These are the two high usage players. And if the game stays competitive, it's gonna be because of these two guys. So I like the ceiling on both. The minutes obviously weren't great last game, but uh they barely played the fourth quarter. And then Tyus Jones, I think, is a little bit safer. I wouldn't I think his ceiling is not as high, but he can do a little bit more of the peripheral stats. And it's a bit cheaper. So I think he's he's probably the safest option of the top three guys, but I do like the ceiling more on Pool and on Kuzma uh denny and gafford were the other starters denny at 5.3k i'm expecting mid to high 20s minutes kind of indifferent on him and same with gafford at 5-1 you know he is somewhat foul prone he had five falls last game but uh, he is the guy if he stays out of foul trouble usually a pretty good point per minute player the lawn right played the backup point had a bit of an outlier game last game again was the blowout so i'm not going to read too much into that cool abale will get decent minutes off the bench kissbrook Gallinari, Buscalo will kind of round out the rotation there all right new york and new orleans so for the for the knicks randall at eight two and brunson seven six they're both pretty good options uh, both had solid games especially brunson went for 30 real life points tonight so uh yeah i think the two main knicks guys look pretty good and rj barrett he should play a ton he has a bit of a lower floor than those other two guys but and he's playing a lot of minutes right now the first two games quickly off the bench i think is still playable uh, he played, like, he, he should play mid-20s minutes and is a viable tournament option. Mitchell Robinson, I want to say he played 38 minutes tonight. Uh, the only issue with him is he is pretty foul-prone. But if you say he's not a foul job, like, if you give him 38 minutes again, yeah, sign me up for a 5K, Mitchell Robinson. Uh, other options, Grimes, eh, I think Josh Hart's reasonable at 4-9. You'll see Hardenstein play the backup five. And then DiVincenzo is an okay punt play as well at 3-7. Let's talk about the Pelicans. So the Pelicans... Uh, you're going to get the starting lineup once again of Zion, Ingram, CJ, JV, and Herbert Jones. And they're pretty thin off the bench, right? No Trey Murphy, no Najee Marshall, no Alvarado. So uh, a lot of the usage is going to come here from the starters. Uh, Zion, Ingram, and CJ, you know, I think are all firmly in play. Uh, You know, Zion played 32 minutes, kind of had a subpar game. It was CJ that had the big game last game. Went for 46 fancy points. And then Ingram also uh, played a fair amount, 36 minutes. So... I don't have any really super strong takes on the top three guys for the Falcons, but I think they're all firmly in play. I will say, I think JV is a bit underpriced for a guy that should play, you know, high twenties minutes, but 29 minutes last game. He's uh well North of a fancy point per minute player. So I do like the ceiling here on Jonas Valanciunas. The issue is again, there's a lot of good mid range centers. Once again, on the slate, uh, Herb Jones is the other starter. I mean, he played a ton, 38 minutes, uh, I think he's a pretty safe value play. Like I said, this team, is, they don't have a lot of depth right now, so I'm expecting big minutes from the main guys. Larry Nance, he'll play the backup five, 4.4K. Uh, I would just rather go to JV for a little bit more. Uh, the The rest of the bench rotation was Dyson Daniels, Matt Ryan, Hawkins, and Keira Lewis. So like I said, it's a pretty they're pretty thin right now, the Pelicans, outside of the, the starters. Talk about Chicago. So Chicago, they won an overtime tonight. Zach Levine has been really bad the first couple games, and... He got a little bit banged up i think what was the exact quote underdog i saw I, I just saw that before i went on to make this video uh where's underdog pull it up so zach levine dealing with a back issue status tbd so that's big news to keep an eye on if zach levine does not play well number one derose and avuswitch are going to become two of the best plays of the slate because they already are playing big minutes and we know where the usage comes from chicago and if there's no levine those two are clearly mispriced here in a good spot against Detroit. So I really like Vooch and Rosen if there is no Levine. And then also, you're going to get more minutes and usage for some of these value plays. I think Kobe White would look really good. Uh, Caruso, my guess is he would move into the starting lineup. They could also start Io though. He would play more. So a lot of these guards would look a lot better. Io, Caruso, Kobe White. Uh, Pat Williams, I think, would be reasonable. But he would rank behind those guards for me. And then last guy to mention here is Drummond. He'll play the backup five. It is a revenge game narrative if you're into that. He is a really good point minute guy, but don't see him playing a ton unless something happens to Vooch. And if Levine plays, then I will say Levine would probably be my favorite tournament play of the big three just because, number one, he's dealing with that back issue. Number two, uh, he's really struggled the first couple games. I think the ownership will be really low on him if he does play. Uh, so I would be interested in Levine if he does play in tournaments. So I think the ownership will be really, really low. Talk about Detroit. So Detroit, Kate Cunningham uh, had a huge game, game one, had a really bad game, game two. Uh, he did get in foul trouble. I mean, Kate Cunningham is very foul prone. Right? We talked about that with Scoot uh, tonight. And sure enough, Scoot picked up three quick fouls. So uh, he had five fouls here. He fouled out uh, in like 24 minutes tonight. That is the issue with Kate. But the ceiling clearly is there. I think Jalen Duran and Seward Thompson are probably the best point-per-dollar plays here for the Pistons. Sewer Thompson, I'm expecting high 20s minutes from him. He's a stat sheet stuffer. And Jalen Duren, I want to say, how many minutes did he play? It's not updated yet. I want to think I think, about like 30, mid-30s minutes. Jalen Duren has looked pretty good so far uh, the first two games. You know, he like played 35 minutes, Jalen Duran. 14.17 boards, one steal, two blocks, like... Yeah, I think Jalen Duran looks really good. The only thing I will say is I do think he'll be a bit overowned at the first two games of the season, but it's hard to argue what he's done so far to start. The rest of the Pistons, I think Stewart's uh, an okay like pivot off chalk. I assume Jalen Duran will be pretty chalky tomorrow. The other guards, I mean, you got Ivy, you got uh, Keelan Hayes, you got Alec Burks. They're all playable options. I think factoring in salary, Burks would probably be the easiest guy to get to. Bagley will play the backup five. And then that's probably it for the Pistons. Let's talk about Philadelphia. Philadelphia, no Harden once again. You got Joel Embiid at 10-7. I mean, I, I like his ceiling. Obviously, without James Harden, he is the go-to guy offensively. Uh, Maxi was phenomenal last game. Again, I played him. Uh, and he got in a bit of foul trouble, started really slow, but picked it up in a big way in 40 minutes, went for 53 fancy points. Still think he's playable at this price point. Tobias Harris feels priced about right. Melton was the other starter, but he didn't play a ton last game, only 25 minutes. I could see him playing a bit more. It was Kelly Oubre that played really well off the bench. I mentioned him on the Patreon stream, how I liked him at 1% ownership the other day. And yeah, he went for 35 fans points. It's just Oubre's going to run that second unit. And he's going to chuck when he's on the court. I don't really know if I get to anyone else here. Like, I don't think it's necessary to get to like PJ Tucker or Paul Reed or Pat Bev. I would say it's mainly the, the top guys, right? It's Speed, it's Maxi, it's Harris, it's Melton, and then it's Oubre off the bench. All right, let's talk about Toronto. So, when, and I mean when, will the Scotty Barnes faders learn, right? It's the preseason grinders. We have an edge early in the NBA regular season. I'll uh, Scotty Barnes is a completely different role, and projection sites across the industry are not accounting for that. I've been all over Scotty Barnes the first two, two slates of the season, and he's absolutely smashed at no ownership. So, I don't think he's going to be that low-owned tomorrow because of back-to-back huge games. But again, He has a different role this year. He's like their main go-to guy with Van Fleet Fleet no longer there. So I am still high on Scotty Barnes, even at 7-4. I think Siakam's fine. I would rather play Barnes at that discount. We also have to keep an eye on OG. Uh, He didn't return with a muscle cramp. Uh, So we'll see if he's... It's kind of weird that he wasn't able to return with a cramp. Uh, If he's not able to go, I would assume they start Gary Trent Jr., uh, so if there's no OJ, think Gary Trent Jr. would be a solid option. Broder at 5-5, I think is pretty safe. I mean, I'm expecting around 30 minutes from him. Hurdle got in massive foul trouble. He didn't play a ton. And then Precious Chua also got in massive foul trouble. Uh, right now, they're kind of splitting the center position, though, so neither really stand out. Plus, they're going up against Embiid, which is not the best spot. Uh, my boy Boucher did get dusted off this game, and he played well limited minutes. I think he's interesting for tournaments, which is how good of a point-per-minute guy that he is. Indiana and Cleveland. So, Halliburton is the one guy in the injury report. He's questionable. Uh, there's optimism that he will be able to play, though. Now, the minutes weren't great on him, but again, that game was a blowout. I think you should expect low 30s minutes from Halliburton on average. So, like his ceiling, Miles Turner got in some foul trouble last game. Uh, another guy that is pretty foul prone. If he stays out of foul trouble, we know the ceiling is there. I don't really have any super strong takes in these mid range guys for the Pacers. They all look pretty similar, like Heald and Matherin and Brown and Toppin. Nem hard, like, I don't know. They're all kind of just, like, there for me. Jalen Smith, he'll play the backup center position. Um, he also dealt with a bit of foul trouble, but he is a good point-per-minute guy. So, yeah. I mean, if you want to land on one of these mid-range guys, I'm not going to talk you off of them. But I just think none of them really stand out to me. All right, Cleveland. So Cleveland's a team that I don't think we're going to see Garland and Jared Allen once again. We'll obviously keep an eye on the news. But if they're both out, I mean, I'm fine just loading up in the Cavs once again. I think Donovan Mitchell would be one of the better spend ups in the slate. I want to say he played over 40 minutes tonight Evan Mobley, this team is really thin. He had a good game. Uh, I would be pretty high in him. Struce, I want to say, was the one starter that did not play the best. I think he had a really bad shooting game, if I recall. Let me bring it up. The um, Struce, yeah, Struce shot three of 14. He still played 38 minutes, though eight points, uh, five boards, four assists. He so had 42 minutes for Mitchell, 38 for Struce, 28 minutes for Okoro, 34 for Mo- Mobley, 27 for Dean Wade and then 31 minutes for Lavert off the bench. Those six guys played a majority of the game. I Jerome, played nine minutes, Damian Jones played 10, and Yang played 21 off the bench. So if Garland and Allen are out once again, I mean, all those, those main six guys, Mitchell, Mobley, Strews, Levert, Okoro, uh, I think all look really, really good here. So uh, yeah, I'm very high in Cleveland. I'll be very high in Cleveland once again if there's no Garland and Allen, just because again, they're running a tight rotation. And a lot of these guys are just underpriced for the roles. Like 4.1K for Okoro, 5.1 for Levert, 5.3 for Strews. Uh They're all too cheap. Mobley, Mitchell. I mean, you can make the argument for Dean Wade. Min-Price played mid, like, high 20s minutes. He's not the best point per minute guy, but yeah. I mean, I'm fine if you want to play a little bit of Dean Wade. Miami and Minnesota. So... Miami, uh, Martin and Richardson both missed last game. We'll keep an eye on their status. Again, one of my strong takes on the Patreon stream was I really liked Hero for tournaments. I will played him 1%. He went for 50 bomb, but again, it didn't matter because I had Bain. Uh But yeah, I mean, it's just this Miami team is different than last year. We talked about, like, they don't have as much depth anymore. No more Gabe Vincent, no more Struess. they like, Martin and Richardson are out. Like, this team, they just don't have a lot of guys, so... I, once again, really like Tyler Hero at 6'7". I think Bam and bio is a really solid play. I think Jimmy Butler is fine if you want to pay up for him. It's just, again, this team is is shorthanded. They don't have a lot of depth. So I like the main guys, but I think Hero and Bam would be my favorite options. And even Dusty Kyle Lowry. He's playing like 30 minutes a game right now. I think he's a pretty good play. Kevin Love, uh, you know, if he sees 20-plus minutes, he's a solid value. A little revenge game narrative against his former team. I mean, off the bench, assuming Martin and Richardson are out, if I had to play someone, it probably would be Duncan Robinson, 3.8K. Should see 20-plus minutes. Uh, the only issue with him is he is scoring dependent. All right, Minnesota. So McDaniels is once again doubtful. I expect them to start NAW. Uh, and then you should get more run for uh, a guy like Mo off the bench. Anthony Edwards, 9-3. Cat, 8-4. Bulls should play mid-30s minutes. You saw 38 minutes for Anthony Edwards last game, which is a lot. Carl Anthony Towns saw 36 minutes. I think both are solid spend-ups. Go Bear should see low 30s minutes, kind of just indifferent on him. He did have a good game, though. You know, when when he has one of those games where he has like four or five blocks, he obviously has a ceiling. We saw that last game. 45 fantasy points, four blocks, and two steals. Uh Conley, just kind of there for me. Slow-mo, I think, is interesting though. Uh, you know, he's a stat sheet stuffer, and I like the price point for him. I don't care if he starts or not. Uh again, he's gonna play big minutes off the bench. So I think he's a pretty interesting player in the mid-range. I don't think he'll be super popular. My boy NAW uh, did not have the best game in the starting lineup, but it's still cheap. If he starts again, I think he's a pretty safe value. My boy Nas Reed, uh, he played 24 minutes. We know he's a good point per for minute guy. If you give him 24 minutes again, I would expect a lot more than 16 fancy points. So Nas Reed, I think, is an interesting tournament play. Shake Milton will kind of run the second unit. He played 21 minutes. I think he's even viable. So, uh, yeah, fair amount to like here. A lot of the value plays, I think, look pretty interesting for the Timberwolves. And finally, Utah and Phoenix. Utah, Laurie Markkinen at 8.9K. High total game. He should play mid-30s minutes. Uh, I like the ceiling quite a bit on Laurie Markkinen. And then if I had to pick like a secondary guy here for the Jazz, it would be Jordan Clarkson. Reasonable price point he's starting. I'm expecting low-30s minutes from him. So like his upside. The rest of the Jazz are kind of just like their filler plays for me. Kessler, John Collins, reasonable. THT's okay, but again, he's not playing a ton of minutes. You're seeing a Linux backup. Uh, Kessler... You're seeing Dunn, Sexton, Keontae, George, Ochai, all in the rotation. I don't know. Like, yeah, no, none of these, like, value plays really stand out for me for the Jazz. And finally, the Suns, no Beal. And Booker is once again doubtful, so not expecting him to play. Uh, yeah, I mean, Kevin Durant, the price went up on him, but I think it's still too low. Without Beal and without Booker, I mean, they are going to lean on Kevin Durant heavy. So, yeah, he's one of the best spun-ups in the slate once again. My boy Nurkic uh, started the game off super strong and then got and ran the mess of foul trouble that really tilted me. Uh, but uh, yeah, if he stays out of foul trouble, I'm expecting around 30 Mets of of Nurkic. So uh, I like his ceiling a good amount. And there's a lot to like here for value for the Suns too. Without Booker and without Beal, I mean, there's just a ton of Mets and uses to go around. So Kogi, Gordon, Alan Goodwin, all look really, really good. Kogi at 5K, I think feels, you know, is... is Probably my least favorite of that group but still viable eric gordon started off strong and then just completely disappeared uh, but i do like his ceiling we'll see what the ownership comes in on him grayson allen uh had a decent game in 35 minutes and then jordan goodwin played well off the bench in 30 minutes just because again they're shorthanded the guard position so i like a lot of the sun's value once again akogi gordon allen and goodwin All right, guys, so that's gonna do it for the video keep an eye out i'll try to get a video up after this talking about some player props i like for tomorrow. Other than that, uh, again, if you do enjoy, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Try to aim for 100 likes on this video and we'll see you all in the next one.